Hello. Oh, look at the shacket. Shacket. Mm. Here's the bangs. The shackets here and the bangs are here. Shacket. Shacket. Shacket has arrived. I, I do that. smell way less like a shipping container than I thought I would. It's just the smell of Amazon. China just, Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Stuck in a shipping container in the ocean for too many weeks. Smell. Hello and welcome to Table for Five with no reservations. Take a seat at the table for a fresh, sweet, salty, tart, and pleasantly bitter conversation. Thank you for taking a seat at our holiday table. Tonight we're going to be talking about hope and heartbreak and how we navigate through that during the holiday season. Tonight, seated at the table, we have Jamie. Hi. Tabitha. Hello. Jen. Hello. Rachel. Hey, everyone. And I'm Kim McIsaac. I think we're going to start talking about what the hottest part of the holidays in regards to autism is. I know for me at my house, my daughter has a really, really hard time with change, anything being changed. So new decorations being up, putting stuff up on the walls, just the whole vibe of the change stresses her out every year on Thanksgiving. She has a meltdown and she does great in comparison to years before. Uh, she peels potatoes. She helps bake. Um, she really enjoys it, but it's just something about the day that she, I, she's going to have a meltdown because it's just a lot of I think a lot of change in with her. She really likes to know what's coming. She needs to know what to expect. And it's down to you using a tablecloth, different paper plates, you know, all these kind of things that are different that are like so insignificant to us. But like for her, you just don't know what it could be that could set her off. Like one Thanksgiving, I drove my daughter to a friend's house and came back and she had just got her license. So she had her lanyard on my keychain. And when I walked in, she just went ballistic and we could, couldn't figure out what it was, but it was the lanyard that was on my keychain. And I mean, she was screaming. I mean, the neighbors probably heard her, like somebody was killing her and we couldn't figure out what it was. And then I had to actually go back in the car, pretend to leave, unhook the lanyard and come back in with my keys. And then she was fine. So, you know, just something small like that can really, really set her off. And in Christmas, we spend Christmas at home. So she does generally well, but it's just, it's all the things leading up to it. You know, the different things coming in the house. I mean, last Christmas she sat on the couch, like barely slept, was watching us like a hawk because she knew changes were coming. She knew things were coming out of boxes and she just really has a hard time with that. And it, it's really hard because it steals her joy. It steals my joy. You know what I mean? I'm trying to like put aside all my stuff and enjoy the holidays as much as I can. And then when you're struggling with her, it's just, you know, it kind of brings the mood down a little bit. And in comparison to years before, that's not really that bad, but it's just, you know, there's just always these little bumps in the road that at the end of the day, aren't the biggest deal, but it's just. You know, have other kids too, Kimmy, that you have to try to have a a Christmas for right so it's that balance I think of the two worlds yeah. right it just would be nice to have smooth sailing and not have to worry about all these little blips I know that's not what our life is so it's like I can't dwell on that but that to me is like the hardest part about it because there's a big emotional aspect to it to navigating through this stuff for us I think it's unpredictable there's some things we can predict but like the lanyard thing with you Kimmy there's just things you just don't expect and I think that's the hardest part because as hard as you try to prepare, something can go wrong at any minute and you're either in fear of that or that's happening and you're like in panic mode. For me, we've said it here before, but I love holidays. I get really into things. I remember Jesse's like, it might've been his second or third Christmas. His birthday is in January, at the end of January. So even for his first Christmas, he was almost one. And I like did so much. And my husband, like he had seen the year or two past. I can't remember how 
many years it was, but he just knew there wasn't going to be much reaction. And we just knew anyway with the way Jesse was, but I still did everything. Like I stayed up late and I wrapped all the gifts and I made sure the tree and everything looked perfect. And I even like set up all his like stuffed animals in a really cute way. Like Santa came, blah, blah. And I just remember like the pity in my husband's eyes that Christmas morning when Jesse just didn't care. And, um, now I have two kids. Uh, oh my God. Jamie, you're going to mess up my makeup. <laughs> yeah. Now I have two kids and I feel like even for my daughter, I do try to capture some of that stuff, but I've almost forgot. Like I've almost lost that. I don't know the energy for that or the desire for that. I still do a lot. I'm still ridiculous, but it was really hard those first few years because you just imagine all the magic you're going to create for your kids. And I loved that stuff when I was a kid and my parents did Christmas and everything, but like, I wanted to take it to a whole new level. I mean, I'm one of six, so they couldn't <laughs> do too crazy, but that year, it just really like, I think broke my spirit a little bit because, and I knew it anyway, I knew. And I kept saying to my husband, cause he'd be like, he's like, don't overdo this. He's not in care. But I think I had that hope in my mind that like, Hey, this mm-hmm. is going to, he's going to like love this anyway. And now we're at a place where like, he's more communicative and I can see that he loves that stuff more. He just doesn't show it the way that I think other kids would, but he does get excited in his own way. And now I've learned what that excitement is, but it's just hard because you have like these ideas of like, even him, we're always around a ton of family around the holidays, no matter what, both our families are big, both our families for the most part live in our state. And so you just imagine them like wanting to play with cousins and show each other gifts and things like that. And that's just not something we're going to have with Jesse. And really that's okay at the end of the day, but there are many moments throughout the holidays where you just sit back and it's heartbreaking. And then there's just other things we've already talked about, like the pressures of gift. You know, I can't, I don't get us watch my daughter open her gifts. Most of the time I'm with Jesse in a corner somewhere, either opening his gifts for him or comforting him. And so that's really hard for me not being able to participate with my daughter. Like a couple of years ago, I sh- my brother came in town and mm, my parents weren't here, but so we spent the holiday with my brother and my sister and then um, my husband's family. So he didn't have many gifts and stuff because we were with different people. And he just helped my daughter open all her gifts and all this stuff. And I was just like, so sad that like, I mean, I love that my brother did that, but that, that wasn't me. I didn't get to spend that time with my daughter. And then for us too, I think, which just is really common. Jesse's actually pretty good about participating in the holiday, but we kind of pay for it later. It's too much for him. Mm-hmm. And he either melts down or he acts out for that whole evening of after whatever Christmas or Christmas Eve, or we go see Christmas lights with a big group or like the next few days. He's, I mean, he really does like love doing it, but it's almost builds up too much anxiety that it comes like bursting out. So it's just, it's a beautiful time of year and we've figured out our way of doing some things, but it's really unpredictable and it's hard, but I, I still do it all. And we feel terrible if we didn't, you know what I mean? So it's like, either way, I think there'll be, there's a lot of emotions that go with it. What about you, Rachel? You know, the, the holiday heartbreak for me comes as Jamie said, and as you alluded to Kim, I feel like autism is one thing for us, but this mental health component of how anxiety builds in the same way, in the same, it's almost like anxiety is the same currency as joy and, and thrill. It just stacks up different. And so for Celie, her first couple of Christmases didn't feel like I thought they would, but I didn't know. I mean, we were in the land of, she's so quirky. 
<laughs> then, you know, the toys I got her didn't matter. The gift wrapped mattered more. You hear enough about like the idiosyncrasies of things going awry that the first few years were like that. Like I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, must be too much going on. Oh, we're a little late. Like I just kept making excuses without realizing what I was looking at, you know? Now, um, since diagnosis, she was diagnosed at four. She's nearly seven now. I spent the next couple of years defending who we were because Mm. autism is one thing, but having other people understand that, like, you know, when I think of other people from our life looking in, so not our listeners or followers, but like my aunts and uncles looking in, I felt like it was my job in those first few years to explain what autism was and, but God, then I got pissed. I lost it. I lost it. And I didn't know that we had missed so many things. Like I, we miss at least a holiday a year, meaning we don't participate. We don't show up. I always think she's sick and then it's not an illness. We'll come to learn it's anxiety. That's the mental health balance and like the physical manifestation of her struggle. So I don't know. I know that this year we're going to work hard to celebrate the season of Elsa because (laughs) that doesn't conclude on one day. It Mm. doesn't come to a pinnacle. It's just sort of like, let's celebrate winter when it's snowing because the reindeer, Santa, all of that just builds that anxiety. And I can't, maybe by the time she's seven or 10, I can cope better, but I don't have it in me to balance the right things. Like I just can't figure out how to reach her at the holidays and make the payoff worth the hangover. Where to God, I thought she was sick for the first. (laughs) Oh my God. She's got that Thanksgiving bug again. Holy Christmas. She's got that St. Nick flu, but you know, (laughs) say Rach too, kind of how you're doing the Elsa thing. I think that's a way we figure out really in the last year is that Christmas is like, I mean, how like Jen has her tree up. Christmas is a long event in our house. Mm -hmm. We are not building up to Christmas day. No, it's just Christmas. It's Christmas time. We're not like Santa's. I mean, we talk a little bit about Santa and stuff, but Jesse doesn't really understand that, which is lucky for us, but it's kind of like, we go see lights every night. We go because I want that joy. And it's like, we have to either have a lot of it. So it doesn't feel like we're building up to one huge thing or it's like, doesn't solve everything, but it does help to make a long event mm-hmm. it's a that's a we, jamie story. and i both live in the north so i think like to fall into the snowy season thing i don't yeah. know i mean the whole world is against us in terms of culture because every commercial right now says ho 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 it rings their yeah. freaking reindeer bells and <laughs> they do all the damn things i mean everybody says the words christmas and Paw Patrol is celebrating the goddamn holidays. You know, it's like everybody, it's against us. What about you, Jen? Uh, well, we I all know I'm not a I big know. holiday fan, but a lot of the reasons are exactly what Jamie said. One, I'm actually tired of that feeling when people expect a reaction out of her. She doesn't enjoy opening gifts. That was really hard for me. Like you, Jamie, I went, you know, all out, all of the things, the excitement. And then, you know, Christmas morning would come and she would just melt from all of the hustle and the bustle and, you know, me trying to give a video of her opening up this gift to appease this person. And you know what I mean? And it just, it was so much pressure on her that she would just explode on Christmas morning. And there was no joy. I mean, she really did not enjoy it. So this is the first year, um, like Jamie said, I put my tree up, I actually put it up on Halloween. Everyone don't come at me. Okay. I don't, I'm not festive. 
I'm not festive. So be clear, this is gonna last the next few years. But I thought if I put it up earlier, then like Jamie said, there's not this buildup to the day for her. But then when I put it up, she's a presence. <laughs> she's got the Christmas cake down now. Yeah. She likes Santa and she always says ho, ho, ho. And I take her to the autism friendly um, Santa sitting and, uh, you know, all Best of that stuff. In Santa the- in the world, by the way, just the, just so everybody knows you should yeah. go. BC. Yes, he's the best. Just, you know, we do Christmas Eve at my parents' house. Well, not to live here, but we don't do a lot on Christmas Day. My dad, stepdad was German. They do it on Christmas Eve. That's the big Christmas. And there would just be music and people. And it just, it just really kind of became one of those things where it just wasn't worth the fallout. And I Doesn't think that, that it, yeah, it's just too much. And so it's like, who am I doing it for? Cause she's not enjoying herself. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's really not having a good time. You know what I mean? Um, and now we do it just a quiet family Christmas Eve. We go at our own pace. She wants to open it. She opens it. She doesn't. She doesn't. So over the years, thankfully, my family has rolled with the bunches. And now everyone just kind of does what works for Kaya. And it's really whatever works in that moment. Yep. But yeah, it's hard. My my best friend, Barbie, who I've spoken about a million times, they do a really big Christmas party. All the kids wear pajamas. It's a really big deal. And it was only two years ago, right before COVID. It was the first year that she actually had a really good time. And I wasn't sweating and, you know, running room to room and trying to keep her out from the sheets, Jamie, and the people's rooms upstairs. And, you know, it feels intrusive, even though people say they don't care. It's like, you know, all eyes are on you. You've got the erratic kid running around, you know. So I stopped going to those parties because I didn't want to be the the shit show. I didn't want to be this. I didn't want to be the entertainment. Thankfully, I think we're past that now. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Hi, Kaya. Yeah. What about She'll you? She'll be Jeff? caroling next week. She'll be caroling next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so the holidays for me, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween, were always very special times for my family as a kid. We grew up with six kids in my house. And, you know, when you grow up in the non-traditional, days like that feel traditional, you know, so you get the presents, you get the meal you get the I mean with six kids there's wrapping paper up to the ceiling you know even if you're only getting two gifts (laughs) it's like I mean 12 gifts you know so uh the room would be filled with gifts we'd have a special breakfast it would just it felt like a magical space to be in and very special so I imagined that for my kids to you know no matter how poor we were no matter how little we had we always had a special Christmas the Christmas tree was up, the cookies were made, you know, it was just like a really magical time. So I always wanted to have that for my kids. And, you know, it's similar to everyone here. Like I hold on to little pieces of tradition. We go see the lights, usually at the train park here, they do like a ride through experience where everything's lit up in the park and you can go through I the tunnel. I swear I cannot picture a Phoenix. You're going to have to bring me with because <laughs> to picture this Phoenix, Sandy, Christmas is tripping me out. It's yeah. tripping me out. It's hard to imagine. I've lived in the North my whole life. Gorgeous. Yeah. It's so fun. I mean, the it's hard waiting in line. Mm. You know, I'm hoping with COVID you buy your slot ahead of time because that would actually yeah. help us. And then a couple of years ago, they start, started a VIP thing where you can jump the line, which I didn't know they had it last year or not last year because it was COVID, but the year before that. So if they have that, I'm signing us up for that freaking experience. Get 40 extra dollars, whatever the hell it is. Get me jumping the line. Um, <laughs> so we had 
troubles waiting in line, doing the Santa photos. That's another thing we try and do every year is a photo with oh, Santa, yes. which is always like a hit or miss, you know, yeah, the lines um, with our two kids. I don't even know if that's possible this year because the two of them waiting in line for any extended period of time is just, I don't know. One at a time. One yeah. Time. We might have to Photoshop that. I'm here for you. Add Santa in. But you know, you learn to adjust. You learn to um, do what's right for you, but it doesn't take away from the wants for yourself, you know, and it is all for yourself. Like you want to be the parent that has the kid opening the packages. And my kids get overwhelmed with too many presents. Like we can only do like two or three presents in a stocking, and then the rest go away for other days of the year because it's too much immediately. And then nobody's having fun. And, you know, there's just little things like when I think Nora was, she must have been right before her first birthday, we bought her like a baby doll. And I was like, oh, she's going to love this. This will be great. She hated that thing. Just like, what the hell is this? <laughs> what is this lady? Yeah, she's, she was actually like creeped out by it, I think. <laughs> she does not like baby dolls. She does not like, not yet. Anyway, I don't know how that's going to go. But it, it wasn't in the way that a neurotypical kid would dislike a baby doll. It was more like fear-based, which at the time yeah. we didn't know anything about that. So you're always adjusting and modifying how it goes. And I yeah. think that sometimes, especially in a long holiday season, like, I don't know when we're going to put up our tree this year, because last year it was anxiety city. The second the tree went up and my maybe son, that's just, I mean, I'm not trying to point fingers, but I'm brainstorming for a friend with young family. You could have gone awry last year when you left the Halloween lights on the Christmas tree. <laughs> it, it may have just been the Thing. <laughs> Nick, Nick said put the Halloween lights on the Christmas tree. We took those off. <laughs> they were on for a brief period of time. Very confusing, I'm sure. Uh, it was his choice. I mean, we just go with the flow around here. But, you know, a month of talking about Christmas and time and when is the present. He knows enough to know what Christmas is, but not enough to know how long it takes to get there. And that creates anxiety we're gonna try and we might try the paper chain Rachel um, recommended you know doing a paper chain that might help my kids loved loved that their favorite thing I just saw one on Target. It's on like the Wonder Shop brand of theirs and it's Velcro and so you can use it every year. It's and it's like advent calendar 25 days up you know we We always did we always did ask just out of red and green construction paper you just staple it yeah staple it yeah I love that And you have to put the tree up on the table because, you know, our kids can't have ornaments down and, you know, you just make all these adjustments, which is fine. I I mean, we've learned that we'll do whatever I would like to travel to see my family for the holidays. That's unrealistic for us. That would be just too much, too, too much, you know, then you're traveling and then trying to do holidays and meals and a thousand people. And so we, it can be lonely for sure for us because we live away from our family. It's very quiet holiday, which I'm used to like now. My family's loud. <laughs> I mean, like I'm the quietest one almost. I mean, my brother, Michael in the middle, but it's a loud experience. There's lots of voices. There's lots of action. There's lots of energy. You know, that was our growing up. So for me, it's been a real adjustment. Um, and I think, um, I know you said it's more for you, but like, it's really, I feel like, about us wanting to give this experience to our kids. Yes. Yep. They don't necessarily take it the same way that we did as kids or we maybe imagine they would. I think that it's okay to be sad about that. 
it's okay to long for that. There's nothing wrong with that. I think emotionally, it's just very difficult. It triggers lots of emotions about lots of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, I would take you- the tree down Christmas morning. The, the moment the last thing was done, the tree would, even last year, it went away immediately. And you could literally see her body go. So for listeners, she would take, literally, you would see a deep breath come out of her. But now, you know, she's a little older and we'll see. Yeah. Well, and I One think of the parts every- that's hard that I don't think you realize, you know, is, and these little things stack up through the whole season, so to speak, there's gift guides, there's all of these things. Like every time I bring up my computer, like, do you guys remember when you got, when you used to get the emails from the nest or whatever? And they'd be like, oh, your kid is 10 months old. They should be, oh, your kid is three years old. They should cancel. I could just choose not to open those magazines. It's a lot easier. But we, you know, it's like everything says what's appropriate for a six, nearly seven-year-old girl. Well, I have news for you. In her preferences, she's very clearly primary color baby stuff and 15-year-old, I do not do baby stuff stuff. And nowhere, nowhere does she land on a six-year-old marker. Are you kidding me? Yes, Kaya, what do you want for Christmas? She'll be like slime. I mean, nothing will make her happier than the box of freaking slime I buy her. Probably not the laptop I bought her. (laughs) The box of slime I'm going to give her. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, and I think it's the expectation, which I've I've mentioned, but, you know, people have these expectations and they don't understand um, well, the anxiety wow. that comes along with all of it, even the, yeah. you know, the food. Yeah. I can't just go to a Christmas party. It's like packing yeah. for a baby, it, it, yeah. bringing all the food, it's like bringing a diaper bag with my almost 12 year old. You know what I mean? And so like, there's always this extra layer to everything that we do and it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. Well, that's my thing with Jesse. It's like, I don't know where his receptive language is at. I don't know where his understanding of things at. So like yeah. when I ask Jesse what he wants for Christmas, I hear nothing. I'll either hear nothing or I'll hear a repeat of a gift he's gotten in the past. Like mm-hmm. uh, he doesn't seem past things. Or if we've seen something, he's like interested at the store and I'd be like, hey, do you want that for Christmas? He might remember that one thing and then he'll say that one thing. But it's just hard because I don't know where he's at. So I feel part of me just wants to do it all in case he's loving it, in case yeah. he wants that. And really I want to, I like, I want to make it clear. It's not just about the gift thing. For me, it's more of like, the whole spirit of the holidays, the fact that my son mm-hmm. cannot really grasp that or doesn't like, care about that. Or there are some things when we put up the tree, that kid is stemming like crazy. He's dancing, oh, yeah. he's spinning. He loves my it kids. so much. Like my kids too. I know it brings him to like, Christmas lights. I mean, any like people decorating their houses for any holiday, he thinks is the greatest thing. Yeah. So I know there's certain things he loves about it. So, and like the other day we're like, Christmas is coming. He's like, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. Like he gets those words and things, but it's just hard because I don't necessarily know what he wants, what he doesn't want gift wise or not. Like, I'm, and I think too, I was going to say this, I think one of the hardest things about the holidays is especially in those first few years, you're not always comparing your kid to other kids. Like, but when you get around family or you see where other people are at your kid's age or not, and you realize how different your family is within the group of people that you've celebrated all these holidays with in the past. Yeah. You're like, oh, it just becomes so blaring obvious. And for some reason, for me, it's easier for me to like explain or say things to other people, but like to family, I get so defensive that I'm just like, you know, if my kid's not going to take that picture, if I have to go sit on the porch with my kid for half the night or whatever, I'm going to like probably bite your head off if you're asking me. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's just, 
it's such a high pressure time of year for everybody. Well, well I, I think it's nicer in public I think too, than I am it's, in my living room. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a time of reflection. I mean, it's natural during that time of year to like look back, think of your memories, pull out the ornament that you got 10 years ago, you know, pull out the albums and we're moving towards the new year, thinking about what's coming ahead. And then, you know, you're in this space where nothing is meeting those steps that you get or the expectations for the charts or whatever the people are saying your pe- your kids should be. And it's, it is blaringly obvious that there's a different thing. I was going to say, um, I wrote down this quote, comparison is a thief of joy. Mm. Yeah, yes. I love that quote. You know, how do you guys feel about that statement as it relates to the holidays? I guess it's about as clear as it can get. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, it's hard not it's to clear. It's like, it's like you said, I mean, when you're, especially, you know, peers or cousins, or for me, it's my friend's kids that are mm-hmm. three years younger than her that yeah. are, you know, into like, you know, certain characters my kids still watching Elmo and that's fine you know what we're gonna have Elmo forever I love that I love that he brings her so much happiness but Mm -hmm. it's sad when my friend's seven and eight year old is into I'm not very hip these days I don't know I do a lot (laughs) of of Elmo and uh so yeah whatever (laughs) is trendy right now you know that kind of stuff it's like it just gets you gets you I feel like social media is a big thing that like just puts it so much it's always just like for me it's always just some it's just probably that I just I'm not in the mood that day anyways and then you just go on and then you just see a stream of happy typical matching pajamas hot cocoa drinking (laughs) it's like I hope that drink doesn't spill on those freaking jammies that match your whole family you know we all know that Facebook and social media is just a glimpse you know what I mean like yeah it's just a glimpse but like I can't even get that glimpse for fakeness because like we got a picture and in the second picture she's like pulling her shirt because yeah. like I'm not wearing this freaking Grinch shirt lady like get out of town um I'm the worst I'm photoshopping pictures together if the kid smiles in one picture and no one else is looking, I feel like, where away. have you been all my life? Where have you been like, my whole uh, life? You know, it's or it's just life. those, you know, those Christmas pitches. And we've never had a professional picture of our family because she's never been able to tolerate it. Look, we're going to maybe try this year. I think that she's at the point now where like, if we did it outside, she'd be okay. But she doesn't like pictures taken. She doesn't like cameras. I mean, up until I started my blog, like I really, I, she's, doing a lot better she sees the camera now and I feel like she's like kind of like okay, up. let's just like do this real quick and get over that we have like of like just regular pictures of like the kids together on Christmas she's always you could tell she's upset she doesn't want to be posing for a picture she doesn't want to be in I that hate that too thing. everybody wants to say like oh let your kid cry with the Santa Claus I'll Ugh. tell you what it's straight up trauma for me as a parent to see any of it I'm sorry to buzzword, but it's like, it's heartbreaking for me to remember that I used to push myself through those lines that I used to be holding her by one fingernail by the time we got to him. I do what I said. I do the pre-booked and I don't know, you may not have it in your area. We, we have, like Rachel said, the best Santa ever. Uh, they have an autism, not an autism viewing. It's not a, it's not a funeral. It's to go see Santa. 
which could feel like you want to just not do this. It's hard. But he's fantastic. You know, and he always, he gives like all the moms, like these little autism charms. And it's just so cute. They just kind of go with that little extra. They know it's hard for our kids. They are, they know to take that freaking picture fast. They don't stop and try to pose them. I mean, some of the best yeah. shots they got, Santa will open a book. You know, he knows how to kind of. Those were gorgeous. Last yeah. And year. that was I just them manipulating, song. not stressing her out looking at the camera so I like, want, like a cute picture of Seely dropped into Jen Dunn Santa Jane. Santa yeah I'd so, like for my gifts Jamie yeah, like our kids can't <laughs> wait you know it, it is that lineup it that yeah. lineup is excruciating so by time we would get to the lineup there would be the screaming and you know I'm not going to make my kids and some creepy man with white white beards lap to a piece a picture for myself it I think yeah. that was creepy okay. when I was a kid. I didn't yeah. like going to see Santa. Oh, I lost my shit. Yeah. Oh, I but did. I was going to say like, about oh, like, I kids- know what I want. It's my birthday too, Santa. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when our kids cry like that, when you're pressuring, pressuring our kids to take a picture oh. or, I mean, I've just, between my daughter and my son, even, I mean, I don't want my daughter crying in pictures either, but there was such a difference with Jesse and I didn't quite understand it because he was my first child, but I had been around a lot of kids before that cry is different. And as a mom, you can sense it. It's not just that they're crumpy or hungry or sad. No, it's like, and not, it doesn't even have to be the volume. It's like the anxiety and fear, like things I didn't know that it was, but something's different about it. It just doesn't feel right in the beginning. And when other people put the tights on the kid, like it starts earlier to like, do like take the family picture or just throw them in with Santa. And it's like, no, my kid's not just crying. He overstimulated moment. Yeah. 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 And but then you have to worry about getting to the car and then yeah, you have and to go unsafe. Oh my gosh. So unsafe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially if they're overstimulated. The first couple of years, we do have those sign crying Santa pictures. I, I do have them and it's, we do too. And oh, they say, too. it's so funny because the girls, you know, before I, we knew the lineup before a lot of, a lot of it was before I knew she was autistic yeah. and I just yeah. didn't, didn't think she liked Santa. Um, like, like they said, every kid, they're like, well, this is a classic Christmas picture because most kids do cry autistic or not. Yeah. Yeah. Most babies or toddlers freak out when they get to Santa. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they're like, perfect picture, well, classic picture. Because it's like, know? think about it. It's like a two-year-old doesn't understand what Santa is. No. You know what I mean? So there's no, like, there's no trade-off. There's no like, oh, I'm going to tell this guy what I want and get a great present. Like they don't get that. And it's very similar for our kids, you know? Yeah. So I say developmentally typical where if they're going to cry, like another kid will cry at that age, then it's okay. When you get past that stage, then you probably shouldn't force it anymore. (laughs) Last year we did a, this pandemic's been terrible, but the (laughs) drive-through experiences that have developed out of this pandemic forever. I mean, there's a bright light, right? Anna should always be behind plexiglass. It oh my was God, amazing. Yeah. My we, son loved it. Yeah, we did the drive-through Santa. Those kids were strapped into their car seats. It took five minutes. Yes. It was adorable. I'm like, moving on. Thank you, Santa. Goodbye. Exactly. <laughs> it was great. Exactly. Keep the drive-through Santas. Neither one of my kids understand Santa, so I can't really say, hey, go tell this guy what you want for Christmas. Go sit with the weird, strange guy who has the beard and you don't know who he is in this weird place. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. It's to just be the outside of JC Penny. Now it's Weirdville and I'm going to drop you off with an L. Bye. After you well, stood in line. Well, in that line. Yes. The, we, I mean, line. we've never actually done that line. 
for some reason, like I've never, like when I was a kid, I did not like going to see Santa. So I've never pressured my kids. For some reason, we've ended up seeing Santa like three or four times with Jesse and just going with my sister or one time my mom's school had a Santa. So we went there, but I, that mall line, when I look at that, there's no way my kid would be climbing over that fence, trying to get to that fake snow globe. And like, no, that yeah. just the line alone gives me anxiety, even thinking about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any line, any line you have to walk up to is. Well, especially with all the stuff everywhere that my kid yeah. is going to be trying to get to. And he doesn't yes. need elf yelling at him not oh to climb over. So the next thing I figured we would could go around the table about just to make it not so, you know, sad. Dreary. <laughs> Heartbreaking. Yeah. Which is what is something you are hopeful about this holiday season? Does anyone want to start? Would the answer be that January eventually shows the f*** up? <laughs> Whatever that means to you, Rachel. <laughs> I'm hopeful this year that we don't wake up on Christmas morning full of anxiety. I'm really going to try not to make a big deal about it this year. I'm really not going to, I'm really going to, like Jamie said, they're just going to kind of be days. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to make a big deal about that morning. We, I still do gifts in the morning for Santa comes, but I'm, I'm not going to keep talking about it. Like I, my kid yeah. can't be preloaded too much and then hope that that will give a better outcome for her and me and the cats. <laughs> Yes. Yes. I'm so my, I convinced my brother, well, my, I can convince my sister-in-law to come out and my son loves my, his cousins, my, I mean, he loves all his cousins, but he lived with my brother's oldest daughter for a little while and he just loves her. So I'm really excited for that because even though Jesse kind of hates it, he, I mean, he doesn't hate it. He gets a lot of anxiety from it and he feeds off a lot of people, but he loves everyone being together. Like he'll be in a different room, but he will seriously come upstairs to check that we're all together and he'll run back downstairs to be alone. It's really cute. So I don't know. And I, so I'm hopeful that he'll be able to handle that and that that will be exciting for him. I think my hope always lies in that, like other people, I feel like every year my family gets a little better at it. And my husband's family, like my hope always lies in that, that people will just be more patient with us and be okay with the fact that we're in a different room or we have to leave or just everything. Like my hope is that we can just kind of all sacrifice a little bit of the traditions we think we should have for my kid, which I know is asking a lot. That's and nice. I, I, I know for us, so last year, I mean, Alyssa, her receptive language is very weak and her awareness about stuff just isn't necessarily there, but it has grown over the past few years. It's at a lot faster rate. And last year was the first year where she really like seemed to really understand, like she would participate in Christmas. She loved opening presents. Like she was like presents. Yep. I'm on with this. Um, but like, didn't really, wasn't really able to get excited about the holiday before which I know has a double-edged sword because then it comes along with anxiety and all that but like Mm -hmm. the best part of Christmas is the anticipation and the excitement that comes before Christmas you know and she never really got to have that I mean she did kind of know there are things that kind of clued her in that it was coming but um now she's able to understand like she knows that Santa's gonna bring a present she knows that it's coming we can talk about it coming and she's understanding we just this weekend went through the target catalog and so Mm -hmm. this is just like this is just perspective thing because in a way this is really sad because I'm doing the same thing with my five-year-old niece that I'm doing with my 25-year-old daughter 
but I can't think of it like that because she's never really been able to do this outside from these last few years. So the fact that she's able to do that and I'm able to have it with her, even though she's 25, like, I don't care. Like it does, it brings me joy. Like I can't dwell. She's doing something a five-year-old is doing, you know? So she went through the Tiger catalog and she's very methodical. She's got her marker and she did, my niece did it first. I did it with my niece first and she kind of was watching and I said, oh, do you want to come over and do it? She already picked her Amazon list. Um, and she doesn't necessarily like she doesn't fully get it like it's just she sees something it appeals to her she's like sure I'll take this half of the stuff she would not play with I'm not going to buy everything she circles but I'll make sure to get some of it Um, I'm like daddy you better go out and do a side job she wants five (laughs) she wants five different bikes but she went through and she has a little shoppy girl's gotta have options Kimmy yeah once she's you could tell she sees something she immediately stops and I'm, I'm like, okay. And then she goes and she circles it. And then once she's done, she puts the pen down, turns the page. Once she sees something, picks it back up. Like it's, you know, with autism, it's so like, even that is like regimented, but like, it's funny. And then she's like, as she goes, it's like her confidence was growing. So the more pages we went through and she went through every single, I mean, she circled Nintendo switch. She, she circled that <laughs> Do you know what an Apple gift card is? Like, do you, I'm always like, she doesn't understand what that is. But then I'm like, she circled that Apple gift card. Like, <laughs> she circled dolls. She circled di- I mean, dinosaurs, lots of dinosaur stuff. Um, all kinds of Frozen stuff. Like, for some reason, she's drawn to Frozen. So, like, everyone you know, is. Elsa uh, season. Those witches. And she knows. <laughs> my Just tell you now, Kimmy, let it go. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. My niece Your has money. an Elsa doll, which in my mind, Alyssa doesn't know who Elsa is like we don't she doesn't watch that stuff on tv really you know and I said who's that and she goes Elsa I go what the how do you do this (laughs) give your kids more credit than you think they have because I'm telling you there's so many things me so last year was the best Christmas we ever had where she opened up presents literally held the present up for a picture smiled for the picture and then like went on to the next thing like unbelievable (laughs) I can't even convey like how miraculous that is for her that is like literally everything I could have ever asked for like literally it's amazing even if you know she's 25 or 5 like progress for our kids is so different and it's hard to think about this in the moment when we're comparing to other kids or you know, when your five-year-old niece is doing the same thing, but like progress for our kids is very exciting. And it's, it's like, you know, my other kids are 17 and 19. Granted, they still want presents, but they're kind of growing out of the magic of Christmas, um, so to speak. I mean, my 19 will play along with it. <laughs> I was just, I was laughing this morning about Neil. Now that he has his own place, Kimmy's oldest is out in his apartment and now suddenly he's back with a christmas list like yeah. papa needs some goddamn <laughs> towels <laughs> but um it. now we have to keep the magic going for her so it's kind of nice for me because that's a loss as a parent when your kids get older and and that stuff starts my husband goes they don't need all the stuff they're adults and my daughter's like i'm 17 i'm not an adult <laughs> <laughs> i got one more good christmas i still believe dad <laughs> exactly last year we did the polar express which they have like a train and they do like a show and they have like they do that hot chocolate song from the polar express and santa comes with the bells and it's like this whole thing and we did it last year and i was really nervous i was like i don't know how this is gonna go we're gonna be trapped on a train like i tried to prepare her for it by showing her pitches and she was like no uh-uh she like had a like little mini meltdown but like she doesn't like when she doesn't understand what's coming so like 
I can't always gauge that on how it's going to go. So it, I knew it was either going to be really good or terrible, but it was really good. She loved it. She was so, I mean, she just had this big smile the whole entire time. I That's mean, if hopeful. you're one of our listeners and that doesn't give you hope, because I mean, I don't care if I have to wait 18 more years to get a holiday with Celie that is and I can tell you that the I one that many- brings her magic, you know, like yep. there's a difference between tolerating and her feeling the magic of the season. Yes. Like Tabs was saying, and, then, you know? and then I'm enjoying it, you know, mm-hmm. and I had the years where she ran around naked Christmas and didn't open mm-hmm. presents and cried when you gave her her stocking and you know, just didn't get what was happening, you know, um, and we always gave her her space and stuff, you know, and I think, of course, I had a son who's three years older than her. So like we had, it wasn't like a choice of going, oh, well, you know, we had to do it for him. And we had to be excited for him. And with him, we just kind of let her do her own thing. But for a long time, she, you know, was had no interest in stuff. And, you know, it slowly changed throughout the years. Like, I mean, one year we said, oh, we're going to get her a DS for Christmas and it's expensive. So we'll get her less presents. She was pissed when her presents were less than the other kids. She, I mean, she knew. <laughs> we're like, she won't know. Oh yeah. Do you know did. what I'm looking forward to for Christmas? All the carbs, yeah. all of them. I'm <laughs> going to eat the whole table. I am hopeful. I am hopeful. Hoping. Yes, I'm hoping for a big fork. Um, you know, I'm hoping this year we're gonna put the tinsel down, flip it, and reverse it. Like Missy Elliott, yeah, on the holidays, we are packing up and we're fixing to go to the cabin. However, the cabin with my family, like, used to be that festivus, that joy, those footsteps, those puppy feet, those sounds, those things. Now it's like why the f- is there a fish hook out? <laughs> like, why is there a fish hook on the table? We can't cope with this thing being out, these things being around. And those super beautiful pine wood floors are loud AF, okay? <laughs> so this year, we're going to be at the resort where Billy and I got married, which is just on the next bay at the cabin on the lake. And so my whole family is going to be at the loud pine wood floors, beautiful Christmas tree up festivus cabin. And we will be a block and a half away being able to enjoy anything that we want. We can get there by snow machine or by car. We can get there with Celia or without my dad and his girlfriend um, have already booked a couple of hours so that me and Billy can both be at the cabin with the kids, like all of the uh, 20s, 40s. So I'm, I'm super excited about it. We're going to put that tinsel down and with the madness, I like, I can't chase it this year. I'm too broken from a hard year to try and conform to what we've tried before. <laughs> no, no, it's not happening. Yeah. What about you, Tabitha? I think, you know, I haven't even really thought about this. This is weird. Like, I haven't thought about the holidays coming. I know that they're coming because oh, Thanksgiving yeah, they, is in two it's weeks. Like next week. <laughs> no one has time to think about it. You should buy yourself a red green jacket. I believe it's next Thursday, Deborah. I believe it's next week. I don't know what's happening. Um, <laughs> you know, we may confuse you guys since this is going to air later. Yes, <laughs> but Thanksgiving for us at this moment in time is coming next week. Um, so I haven't really thought about the holidays, but I have learned, you know, there's things that I, and my husband knows this, that I want to check off my list for the holidays that are important to me. I want to get the Christmas photo with Santa. If that's through a drive-through experience, 
I am hopeful that that is a drive-through experience. Yes. <laughs> Let's keep that drive-through experience. <laughs> I also like to see the lights. A couple years in a row, we did this really cool long drive-through light experience. The kids I remember that. were stimming, went, loved it, loved every minute of it. Don't have to get out of your car. Yeah. This is I love seriously. Made and the passenger us. can spike their coffee. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. It is worth every dollar. So I want to do that. The lights are important to me. My husband hopes for a home cooked meal, which then in turn makes me the cooker of the meal. <laughs> so I will be doing that. Awesome like, meal. Uh, but I really just, I. I really like my expectations for the holidays have just gone. They're just different and it's okay. And I really mm-hmm. like come to accept that, you know, these are the memories that my kids are going to have what works for them. And I don't have to try and fit them into the mold of what my holiday experience was as a kid, because yeah. that's not their experience. Their experience is going with mom and dad that they'll drive through light experience, not drinking the cocoa because neither one of my kids like hot liquids. So we will not be doing that, (laughs) but it's, it's still a beautiful, you know? Yeah. Yeah, And that's what I'm, I've, I've really like my whole philosophy as I've learned. And, you know, we just came up on two years since my son's at risk autism diagnosis. The first time we heard in a doctor's office, formally the words autism. And I've really learned over time that it's okay to have a different experience than everyone else, because it makes it your own. Like it doesn't take away the sadness sometimes, but it does make it your own special experience for your kids, the way that works for them. And I'm not going to try and fit them into something that doesn't work for them. So that's my hope this year. We're not going to, if we have to wait in a line and it gets overwhelming, we're heading to the car because I'm not waiting for that business to Mm -mm. erupt. And I'm grateful for the fact that we've learned those cues and we've learned about our kids Mm -hmm. enough to know that we can just jet out of someplace and not feel bad about it. <laughs> yeah. And by trying to get them to fit into that, it yeah. causes them extreme anxiety. Yeah, I'm not doing and that. So nobody wins. No. And so, most importantly, not our kids. It's almost like a fear because it's the unknown, you know? So, mm-hmm. and yeah. I really have tried not to sit in that sadness. It happens sometimes. I mean, it really does. Like, Mm-hmm. you know the school photos the easter egg hunts the and sometimes we try those things and it goes fine you know yeah. so I'm going to keep trying different things but I am going to know that I can jet out of somewhere real quick and I will not have a problem with it and we'll take the sucker to go <laughs> please <laughs> or the candy cane or whatever and you can just the put them in a green sweatshirt take a yeah. picture with a sunset outside your window and we can put Santa right there next yeah. week on the we Canada. did have to Photoshop one year because the uh, the Santa was down, and we did that whole experience. Got the sweater. We do matching shirts or sweaters every year, but we did the sweaters. We went to the Santa place. Santa was down, and then I was like, "Okay, no. that was our one shot." Photoshopping Santa in because we're not, you, Corona. We're not doing this whole adventure again. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Pass. <laughs> So that's my hope for this year, you know, and I hope for anyone out there who's like watching Christmas and who's opening presents and feeling some of the ways that, that we feel or have felt those traditions are there. They're just your traditions and it's normal, you know, it's your traditions, the way that they are. What do you find hottest for you? Like as a person about the holiday season, like not necessarily because of autism, but just in general, like, I know I really struggle. I fight depression a lot during the holiday season. For some reason, it just 
triggers. I get into funks and it's like, I try so I don't want to be in that funk and I, I try so hard not to be, but like, sometimes it really is a struggle for me. And sometimes it, of course I get four kids financially. Sometimes it's, you know, it's difficult to do the things and see the lights and do, I mean, the Polar Express was $80 a ticket. Like, you know, the gifts, I know I can't buy the whole Target catalog, but <laughs> I'm going to try to get at least some of the things that she wants. And it's just all this stuff. And, you know, those little moments that sneak up on you, you know, sometimes just they bring me down. And I've always loved, loved, loved Christmas. But I I think, I mean, it's my birthday. (laughs) But I think it's too, like when Neil's mother passed away. So she was, me and her were like all about Christmas. And I feel like it's never truly been the same since she's passed away you know, and I've lost my dad since then. My mother is still alive, but she's, I mean, her all time is just getting bad. So she's not the same person that she was. So it's, you know, like all these other things that kind of affect you during, or me during the holiday season. And I don't want them to, but you know, I just struggle and just trying to do too much. Sometimes I think I just try to do too much and try to cram too much Mm -hmm. stuff in too late I mean I was gonna have all my Christmas shopping done in November I haven't stopped yet so <laughs> listen you guys 15 days homegirl I mean that was a I've actually a- started everybody I Yay! am the Christmas I am the not the festive person at the table by the way I am not the festive person at the table but I'm terrified of these shortages so <laughs> get a little I shopping I, I bought a couple things in October so at least I'll know I'll have something yeah, yeah. <laughs> um I stock up on yeah. slime the slime I'm, we need to do i'm just gonna send jen a bunch get of that slime. slime get that yes. slime get that slime <laughs> i think for me it's uh i just overdo myself so mm-hmm. i think whether or not the kids i'm very bad at saying no i'm a very big yes person and uh that bites me in the butt often in my life and especially on the holiday like already I have way too much going on going into the holidays and i have none of it has to do with the holidays so i just yeah. that's my problem See, I think I get sad because I see people, and not really sad, I don't really care, let me be clear, I don't want to come to a Christmas party, okay, I'll be clear, I don't want to come to a Christmas party, but it's sad seeing everybody doing those things Mm -hmm. and out enjoying them because we really can't do a simple thing without having a follow, and it, you know, follow-up's not right away now, but it eventually comes, so it's Mm -hmm. like that trade-off of, do you have that, you know, everyone's Mm -hmm. out celebrating the holidays and they're going to Christmas parties and you know they're doing all of these things and you know we just we just can't do I think it's the loneliness for me for sure hands down like we live far away from everyone and everyone's with their families on the holidays and you know that's really hits me hard during the Christmas season yeah I'm like you tabs like I'm I grew up one of six and so I for some people they're not used to the holidays being a ton of people but I'm sure for you yeah it's like huge for us it was like my family my two uncles families they both had five kids like it was a huge thing so when you don't get to have that like there's mm-hmm. been Christmases where I'm like oh I would love for it to just be my little family but then when you have to do that it feels everybody's a little jaded after the coronavirus came through yeah <laughs> well yeah. yeah oh wouldn't this be yeah. great to celebrate yeah. with more people no no because yeah. it yep. just feels like that yeah And I think too, for us, like, because Mm -hmm. there's four kids and then we always have my sister and my niece and before we had my mom. So even with just us, it's a ton of people. Yeah. (laughs) It's loud. It's like, do you know what I'm saying? It doesn't feel like 
you know, even though it's just us, which I mean, it's totally different tabs, obviously, when you can't, when your family isn't physically there, you know, it's Mm -hmm. obviously different, but yeah. Well, if I could, like, I I can't imagine at this stage of where my, a year ago, you know, even six months ago, I could probably travel with the kids. It was impossible because we couldn't get on a plane without a mask, but I could manage them in an airport. At this point, I don't know if both of my kids, Nixon's a great flyer, loves to fly, but Nora would struggle in an airport, on an airplane at her age. I mean, may, maybe soon we can try it, but there's no way. Better find I a city that has Delta. Nora just has so many sensory and she can't wear headphones yet. She, you know, we don't have a lot of the tools at this point to travel with her. I mean, I'd be we willing got to in the try. rental car last time with Celie and she goes naked bathroom, dark, naked bathroom, dark, naked bathroom. <laughs> She's like, please let me get naked. I can't do these people, these things, these things, these people. We just need that private jet where our kids yes. can run around. Celie can just yes. be naked, dark, yes. naked. Yes. Yes. We really On that know. note, you know, we have the best tips for you. <laughs> Get a billion dollars. That's our yes. exactly yeah. drive. I mean, we could drive like a lot of my families in California. We could drive there, but then we're still in this like crazy um pandemic situation. So you know, and they're they're so young still too. You know, yeah. yeah. Well, it, I was thinking about considering talking my husband into go. They have this dinosaur park that's like about four hours away from us. I've heard about that. And it's like Christmas themed right now. So the dinosaurs Girl. are Christmas. It's like, maybe we should just do that for Thanksgiving. <laughs> just go there. Put down, flip it, and reverse it, yeah. tab. Just go to the dinosaur park. It's outdoors, so my daughter would be in heaven. It's dinosaurs, so my son would be in heaven. Be I in mean, heaven. It's, all, it's a win-win. It's kind of it's a win-win heaven. for everyone. <laughs> yeah. That's heaven. Heaven is giant dinosaurs with Santa hats. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. Outdoors. Yeah. There's do sand. It. Yeah considering our options with that so we will see yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's also november 15th since yeah. you don't know when the holidays are i, I want to let you know saying. to book that we're we're in thanksgiving what a reminder week. in rachel so. she doesn't know next week i better get a turkey uh, yeah. book for 2020 please. she's going to canada it already passed there so yeah. you're ahead of the time tabs that's fine what the fine. hell catching up for next year thanksgiving's next week people oh my, my gosh yeah so yeah we just want everyone to be hopeful try but do we're so <laughs> <laughs> we want this you to is... know we're sitting with you if you're heartbroken yes you yes. know that we are there more. and we've all been there some of us are still there some of us maybe will be there maybe won't be there it'll be a surprise even to us <laughs> we don't know yeah. Yeah. find your own traditions yes. they're there well thank yeah. you guys for joining us you know we just want everyone to know that you know your feelings are valid and don't let anyone make you feel bad for feeling bad because it's perfectly normal and we're all there. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. So Thanks, thank everybody. Have a great Bye. night. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us at the table for the third episode of our seventh series. If you are enjoying our podcast and listen on Apple Podcasts, we would appreciate if you can rate and review us. You can also review us on our Facebook page. Make sure you're following us on Facebook and Instagram. 
We have new episodes every Monday. Make sure to join us next week for our Storytellers episode, Holiday Edition. We'll see you at the table then. Bye.